This podcast is brought to you by Ironbow Technologies with support from Dell and Intel. And it's produced in collaboration with government executive media groups, Studio 2G. AI is transforming the way agencies serve their citizens. And Ironbow Technologies is here to help. Find out how at learn.ironbow.com forward slash AI. Artificial intelligence, two words we've all heard before, but when asked to actually explain what this technology does and how it impacts our lives, how many people can offer up a comprehensive answer? Not too many, it turns out. One report from Qualtrics found that just 10% of people consider themselves experts when it comes to AI. Meanwhile, more than half have a vague sense of what it is, but don't consider themselves to be an expert on the topic. And 30% have heard of it, but don't actually know what it is. It's time to change that. Introducing Machine Momentum, a podcast where we aim to demystify artificial intelligence and machine learning for government leaders once and for all. I'm Constance Sayers, president of Government Executive Media Group. On today's episode, we'll be discussing not only what AI is, but also what it isn't. Joining me for the conversation is Jim Smid, Chief Technology Officer of Ironbow Technologies and leading industry expert on all things AI. Welcome, Jim. Thanks, Constance, for having me. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. So let's start with the hard-hitting questions. What is artificial intelligence and how does it relate to some of the other vernacular we're hearing, like machine learning, big data, robotic process automation, and data science? Sure. I think one of the biggest problems that we face right now is that artificial intelligence gets thrown around and we use it interchangeably with a lot of those other words. Uh, In essence, artificial intelligence is getting your computer to try to behave like a human and to do actions on their behalf. And many times you really need to be able to take into account a lot of different data sets, a lot of different data correlations, and do things that we take for granted in terms of how our, our mind works. We have to teach computer in order to do that. Some of these other terms are more far reaching. You know, data science is an umbrella of terms that a lot of this falls into. It's really, you know, having the statistics, the computer resources, and it's a field in which you go after data to glean information out of it. Some of these other terms like big data, you know, that's really just referring to some of the issues you run into with our current technology and legacy technology in its ability to process whether it's a lot of information, whether it's information coming through very quickly, or whether it's varied information. There's a lot of different things that go into uh, big data, but in essence, it's any data sets that provide a a problem that can't be addressed by some of our legacy type of computing applications. So that's brought into all kinds of new, not only software, but also hardware to address that and make sure that you've got the, uh, the right resources to really crunch all that data coming through and make actionable uh, information out of it. Machine learning is probably one that I've heard the most in terms of uh, what's the difference. And I think it's because it is artificial intelligence. Machine learning is simply a subset of artificial intelligence, usually for a very specific task. And you're trying to get the computer to learn based on a lot of information given to it. I think it's best to look sometimes at some of the examples of some of these to kind of differentiate what they are. 
Uh, a lot of times I talk about artificial intelligence as being self-driving cars. We can all relate to what that means and replacing the person in the car to make decisions. Obviously, that's a very complex task. Something as simple as the braking of the car, automatic braking, that would be an instance where you're talking about machine learning. That's really being taken into the whole of the artificial intelligence of self-driving car. But think of how much information goes into just braking the car. And it's learning over time. It's getting more and more information. Your car behaves differently on you know, day 365 than it did on day one. It behaves differently depending on what new tires you put on it. It behaves differently depending on road conditions and things like that. So machine learning is being used to take all of this data and not just on your car, but on all of the cars being driven. So if you look at some of these larger companies that are really working on artificial intelligence as it applies to cars, in essence, they have many, many people who are driving sensors around for them, providing an incredible amount of data that can be sifted through at the central location to make decisions about what can be pushed back down to the car. So how they behave in an intelligent manner for those very distinct type of actions you're asking the car to take on behalf of the human. So uh, machine learning is artificial intelligence. It's a very distinct brand of artificial intelligence. So you just explained, I think, a, a very nicely the difference between artificial intelligence and machine learning, but let's drill down a little bit more about how federal agencies are currently using AI and machine learning. Can you provide some specific examples around that? Sure. I think that we can all kind of relate to, certainly in the case of the Department of Defense, I mean, you kind of think of artificial intelligence, everybody wants to picture, you know, the Terminator or something like that. But artificial intelligence really is, it's applicable in so many ways that are more mundane. And it's important, I think, a lot of times to start small and to start with what the low-hanging fruit is. You know, think of for the DOD, for example, I used to work with a retired colonel from the army. And he said, the hardest part about doing any kind of a mission was the logistics side. It was making sure that the people, the equipment, uh, the food, the everything you needed all arrived at the same place at the same time and was available throughout the, uh, the exercise and that everything continued to work. So there's a lot of applicability for uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning in that case. And really it gets down to logistics. Think of something uh, like predictive maintenance. If I have things in the field and I can keep them running more often, that's something we've certainly seen in the commercial space that has been applied. How do I make sure the tanks, the Jeeps, the helicopters, the planes, everything continues to run. And a lot of that can be done by predictive maintenance. This is not really new. This goes back many decades. I remember back when I was running operations for a telephone company, the first time that somebody came to me and said, hey, I have a replacement hard drive for you. And I said, well, a hard drive hasn't failed. And they said, it's going to, and we're going to replace it now. That was a game changer. And, you know, those are things we were talking about back in the 90s. And it, it was a completely different way of thinking about things. Well, as we start to apply that kind of technology for any federal agency, it's really, really critical. It's really important. All this predictive an analysis on how do we keep things running? How do we make sure everything is going to continue to run when, where we want it to? Those are fascinating examples. So what would you say then is the most significant barrier that government executives are facing when it comes to AI adoption? I think part of it is just where to start. And, you know, part of it is also just the amount of data. 
typically what we find with customers is it's there isn't a problem that there isn't data out there. The data exists. Another good example, I think, of where it's really applicable is uh, around security. Many uh, of our customers have this plethora of tools, and those tools potentially don't talk to each other very well, and they're creating a lot of data. So if you think about a great place for artificial intelligence to be applied, security certainly comes up every time we talk to our customers, because if I rely on a single person or a handful of people to look at all of the events and the data that come through, it's overwhelming. You can't keep up with it. You can't keep track of it and you can't prioritize it. It is very much an iterative process. Just take self-driving cars, for example, as I, I talked about earlier. You don't go from just teaching the car to brake to suddenly just giving them the wheel, right? There's going to be other processes that are going to take shape. There's a lot of other data collection that's going to have to happen. All that's going to have to be correlated. And this iterative process is to eventually have a car that can be trusted to drive. And, and that trust is very much part, I think, of what has to happen in the process for artificial intelligence. Jim, thank you so much for your insights today uh, on these topics. It's, it's been great having you. And thank you to our listeners of this episode of Machine Momentum. Be sure to tune in next time as Jim Smith sits down with Rob Chi, Director of Cybersecurity at Ironbow Technologies, to discuss the relationship between AI and government security. Machine Momentum is a production of Government Executive Media Group Studio 2G in collaboration with Ironbow Technologies and with support from Dell and Intel. If you like this episode, you can find more on govexec.com forward slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Machine Momentum Podcast. The Machine Momentum Podcast is brought to you by Ironbow Technologies with support from Dell and Intel. It's produced in collaboration with Government Executive Media Group Studio 2G. AI is transforming the way agencies serve their citizens. Find out how Ironbow Technologies and its network of trusted partners are helping agencies unlock the power of AI at learn.ironbow.com forward slash AI.